0: Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Hello, we are back. I'm Michelle, and I'm Eric, and we are on Pastors Confidential. Yes, we are once I again. I never say that anymore.
1: No. I'm Anyways. Glad you did.
0: We're here. And we want to start by saying we actually went out to a restaurant.
1: We did. We actually went out to a restaurant for the first time in, what was it, 50 days, I think you'd say? I
0: guess. I think from when... Yeah, I think it's longer if you count when the kids went on spring break. They never went Uh back to school from spring break. So basically being home with everyone was probably longer than 50 days. But I think actual being told we're not allowed to go out was less than just a little bit. less. It was a long time. Yeah, it was.
1: It was a very long time, but it was great. It was wonderful to get out and it was a beautiful day here in Texas. And so in Texas, the, uh, the governor had opened up, um, had opened up the state on Mm -hmm. May 1st, which was a Friday. And so on Friday, you and me and a whole (laughs) bunch of other people went out. Yeah. So that's
0: the thing everybody's asking about that. Um, the restaurants can only have 25% capacity. Mm -hmm. And so as we kind of drove around and walked around, it became quite apparent that, Many restaurants were at 25 percent capacity, yeah. so we had to kind of search for a yeah. place. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, some were, were already some of our favorites at 25. percent Others, on the other hand, uh, decided not to open. Yeah, later. that was
0: part of the issue. Quite right. a few didn't open at all.
1: Right. yes right. So, uh, but yeah, we—I was surprised. You know, I, uh, you and I went out to eat, and we went at a pretty reasonable hours, like 5:30 or something like that. You
0: know, uh, I think it was later by then, because didn't we? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. that was pretty reasonable. Yeah, it and, wasn't. Yes, it wasn't late. There are a lot of people. Up. Yes, a lot, a of, lot people of people wanted to be out. So people are kind of cooped up. I did see that in California, I think people like stormed the beaches or something and the yeah, governor, didn't yeah, they like mind. protest the police and... Yeah, or yeah. Mayor Newsom mm-hmm. is getting all sorts of...
1: Yeah, all, all kinds of craziness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, seems, it, seems, uh, it seems Newsom had closed <laughs> the beaches and then opened one of the beaches and closed it back oh, again. Oh, right. And... So
0: that's why they kind of yeah. went crazy. Yeah, well, it's hard. hard. It's hard. Yeah.
1: It's very hard. Oh my goodness gracious. It was great to be out again. It was. And I mean, even even with uh, the special circumstances of... You know, twenty five percent capacity mm-hmm. and you have to to come when the waiters are wearing masks when they serve you and stuff. So yes. it was really great to be out. Yeah, yeah. Even
0: with all that, yeah. And they were so happy to have people. I mean, our waiter was very mm-hmm. attentive. <laughs> he was very attentive. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like the boss, I think. Actually he might be the manager or yeah, something. Yeah, he kinda seemed like him. he, he, seemed that, like he yeah, was that, more. Yeah, he was
1: really excited to see yeah. us.
0: Um, anyways, so let's talk about then before we get going on our series about resurrection appearances, mm-hmm. let's talk about the opening of the church. That was the opening of the town of Bernie. Yeah. What about
1: our church? Yeah. And so our church is going to, well, our church, uh, our church reopened today. Oh. Uh, and so as of today we are, you know, once again open for business, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, this time of year during the year, there's not a whole lot that goes on a couple Bible studies, some small groups and things like that. Uh, but the big thing for us is Sunday, and so we are, for the first time in seven weeks, we will have worship uh, in the sanctuary with real-life people on Sunday morning. So I'm looking right. forward to that very much. We have put a lot of thought into that. You know, I've, I've read all kinds of guidelines, and mm-hmm. um, I listened to the, the governor's press conference. I had a conference call with our local mayor, I've spoken with other pastors, worked it through council. Mm-hmm. So we've got we've got these really developed detailed guidelines about how we're going to do communion okay and, I won't, and the whole service and then and you know, everything. the whole service right and i won't you know i won't bore you with the details but the basic idea is we want to keep it um, simple so we're just starting with uh, just plain old worship on sunday morning mm-hmm. and so we're opening up the church asking people to come in uh, be seated that's probably the biggest change mm. for people so the ushers will seat you
0: and we don't have food we always have breakfast right, but we're right. not doing so, that so bring your own food <laughs> right. don't bring it just eat it at home
1: we'll give you a wafer and no. a glass <laughs> yeah. of wine but that's about eat it eat your food
0: at right. home that's what isn't in that paul say that to the corinthians stop coming yeah. to communion yeah. for
1: for yeah, your actual meal right because they yeah. were they were getting kind of crazy right? yes okay don't yeah. do that but so people come to church you know worship and then and then leave so it's, it's kind of a short sweet and to the point uh, and of course, one of the the, um, the sticking points for us is communion. You know, mm-hmm. it's been, boy, you know, almost two months since many of us have taken communion. Mm-hmm. And so as a church of word and sacrament for whom the Lord's Supper is very important, how do we do that? Right. Uh, and so we came up with some very good guidelines and we spoke about them on council. Uh, I'm going to meet actually with the worship co- committee tomorrow night. And we're going to physically set all the, the uh, items up and see if our plan works or if we have to adjust it. And so... We're going to kind of go from there.
0: Okay. So, and I think all of these guidelines are actually on the website. Are they not?
1: Yeah, they are. They're, they're definitely up on the website. And, you know, one, one thing I was thinking about today is when you and I went out to eat, you know, the waiter came and served us food with a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of our approach too for serving communion: is that the, the servers will be wearing masks Okay. Uh, and we'll minimize contact as much as we can. Right. So... Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it is yeah. um,
0: it is hard and it's, you know, stressful kind of to get things going. But you guys have done the work and yeah. we're asking our older people to not come because that's, you know, they're in some jeopardy if they don't want yeah. to come.
1: Yeah, we're not going to cart them at the door. No, course, no, no. But, and uh, if they want
0: to come, I mean, that's, right. that's, that's their free will. But yeah. if they don't, we don't want to make them feel like they should be there.
1: Yeah, and that's been kind of our approach with the church mm-hmm. the whole time. It's been what well, we will do what we can, uh, what we should do to be a good and responsible church. But we really leave it up to people to be responsible for themselves and to make right. their own choices. Right. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's it's been interesting to preach uh, for seven weeks, but. Um I'm looking forward to actually having people there. Oh my
0: gosh, to preach to nobody in there. That's crazy. Yeah, but everybody loves the wave at the end. Oh, good. Did well, you see I'm, all that I'm, on Facebook? I'm <laughs> glad to hear that because
1: truth be told, I've heard from some other people that we shouldn't do that. <laughs> oh my. Yes, yes, so
0: yes. it's 50, It's just like everything else in this nation. Well, it's We're polarized like 50, on the wave. 50. Yeah, I yeah, Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I know. Well, people some. are quiet on social media about that because they love they. Uh, are, okay. I'm glad to hear that. Well, I don't know if you... Okay, well, let's not talk about the wave then. But anyways, mm-hmm. before we get into it, I just want to share with you, um, everyone, listening. Uh just some verses in Colossians. And these are verses we actually had at our wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I've been trying to memorize them during Corona because they are a good they're good verses for when you're living sort of on top of each other. Yeah. Which we were which we are. Well yeah. we still are. We I mean this is gonna be a long summer, you yeah. know, I mean things are going to be slow and we've already been together for two months and we've got a three or four month summer coming upon us. So yeah. if you're if you're home with family,
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: this will go on.
1: And we can't even find a bike for crying out loud.
0: Right. We, we don't have enough bikes. We never have. They always either something gets broken or stolen or whatever. And we're in the need of bikes right now. And everybody's out. So yeah, anyways, there's things happening. But I just wanted to read these verses and maybe challenge you two to, um, to maybe memorize them if that's something you do and uh, just keep them near you during this time of being together. Anyways, here they are. Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. And let the peace of Christ, to which you were also called in one body, rule your hearts and be thankful. Hmm. Let the word of Christ dwell richly among you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another through psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Anyways, I just thought those have been helpful to me as we live close together and yeah. I hope they're helpful to you
1: And so you're memorizing the whole thing
0: yeah well I mean I kind of just started I know a lot of it because mm-hmm. you know it's been a verse for us um, but this like I said now I use the CEV or what do I use CSB what do I use now I use the CSB mm-hmm. which of course has some differences to yeah, the NIV so yeah. it's a little bit harder for me but I'm, I'm working on it good, good so how's it coming it's coming good, but you know, Paul, like you say, Paul is hard to memorize because he's got so is, many yes, weird is. phrases and stuff, and they're run-on sentences, so it's yeah,
1: coming. Yeah, he doesn't uh, He doesn't write for the ear, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does, although I still love him.
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad you do.
0: Yes, but let's get on to Jesus and the Gospels All right. and Thomas, because we're talking about the resurrection appearances, and mm-hmm. today is a pretty fun one.
1: Yeah. Uh, Thomas. Yeah, Doubting Thomas, he's called, which is interesting because, you know course he doubts but in the end he's the one who makes the greatest confession of them all he says my lord and my god right uh, and so the, the the gospel of john ends with this uh, this high confession of, of who jesus is that he's not just man he's lord he's god uh, and yet we still call him doubting thomas but you know that's kind of the way pr works right that you know. is
0: and interestingly he's not mentioned he's only mentioned in john's gospel actually Really? Yes. It, other than the lists. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I was say the, the lists. lists. Okay. There. Right. So he's only mentioned, I think, like eight times in the Bible, four of which are lists of, mm-hmm. of apostles. And yes, of course, those are in all the gospels. But in terms of anything about him randomly um, or a story is only in John. Mm-hmm. And um, so we don't know that much about him other than like they call him the twin. I guess his yeah. name means that in Thomas Aramaic Didymus or something. The twin, right. Yeah, the yeah. twin. Okay. And we don't know who his twin's with
1: uh i could make something up
0: well people have made up that he was oh. twins with jesus by the way oh really well, that's yeah weird. because there's something about the name also meaning brother of judas and since judas there was a brother of Je- I i oh, don't know there's this yeah. whole thread of weirdness yeah, but we're weird. not going there nope, 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 nope. at all jesus did not have a twin you right. heard that here right. um anyway so we don't know much about him uh other than this story really
1: yeah, this, and then a little bit earlier in John chapter 14, which uh, chronologically is just three days previous to this. Okay. So in John chapter 14, there's that wonderful passage. Jesus says, uh, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe okay. also in me. In my father's house, there are many rooms. You know the way to where I'm going. And then Thomas chimes in. He says, Lord, we don't know where you are going. How then can right. we know the way? Right. Okay. And then to, the, to which Jesus responds,
0: I am the way, way and, and the, the truth and the life. Okay, so so he sets Jesus up for that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I forgot that point. But having you said that say that just reminds me. Then he's kind of a realist, I guess. I mean, yeah. you know, here he was saying, Jesus, we literally don't know the way. Yeah, exactly. You know, where? Yeah. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah, and so he's he's a realist, or he's a very concrete thinker. Yeah, might be another way of thinking about mm-hmm. it. Uh, and so in in our story today, you know, he hears this this message. Yeah. So it's uh it's the evening of Easter Sunday. Jesus has appeared to the apostles, and then mm-hmm. if you know the, uh, and then after that appearance, the disciples who have been you know schlepping their way back on the road to Emmaus, right, back which from we've Emmaus. We talked about both those stories. Come, so yep. that had just taken place, mm-hmm. and then Thomas shows up. Now you wonder, like, where was he? Exactly, where was tell he? Us. I mean, who knows? Okay, but Thomas shows up, and he has he hears these stories, the same story from eleven different people. You know, and these are these are men that he has spent the last three years of his life with. Mm-hmm. He's seen Jesus work miracles. Uh, he's heard Jesus. Promised that he's going to rise from the dead, and yet when he hears this this the story from these men that he knows and loves, Christ is risen. He doesn't believe. He him. doesn't believe. Yeah. And, so yes. And what he wants, and it's not that he's being uh, uh, obstinate or stubborn. Yeah. It's just he says nope. You know, he's he's a concrete thinker. Unless mm-hmm. I see the nails or the marks in his hands and put my finger in the spear wound in his side, I won't believe.
0: Okay, and that's interesting because, yes, he says that, and then in the story, it says Jesus comes in. It, a I think, week later, right. Oh, yes, a week, but then when Jesus comes in, yeah, he hasn't heard that himself. Mm-hmm. Jesus hasn't, even though, of course, he hears all things and right. knows all things. Ah, that's a good point. But the first thing he says to Thomas, without having been part of that conversation, mm-hmm. is touch my side, mm-hmm. touch, you know, whatever.
1: He says, you know, stretch out your hand and, and put your finger here into the nail marks right. in my hand. Stretch out your hand and put it into the wound on my side. Touch and see that mm-hmm. I, I, I am not a ghost. I have flesh and blood. Uh, which to me is amazing. I had never thought before that, yeah, of course Jesus wasn't there. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that is another example of his omniscience, of his ability to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, here is Jesus. And he, he knows the obstacle that Thomas has to full faith and commitment in him. Mm-hmm. He knows what is keeping Thomas away from believing in him. And Jesus says, well, here it is. If this is what you need... Here it, is. Here it is. Come and touch.
0: So do we think, it doesn't say in the scripture, do we think no. he actually touched?
1: You know, and you and I were just kind of chatting a little bit about that. Um, you know, I, I have, I, I think in the past I have preached that no, he doesn't touch. Okay. Um, hmm. Simply because it, it's interesting. Jesus offers it. He says, right. hey, you know, reach out your hand. And then, uh, but the Bible goes right to the very next verse and says, and then Thomas fell on his knees and said, my Lord and my God. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't actually say, act- say Thomas touched.
0: Which right. probably John may have put in. That's a pretty important part, point.
1: Yeah, yeah. although you do wonder. I mean, like, going back just a couple of days before this, at the Last Supper, Jesus says, take and eat, this is my body. Mm-hmm. And it the Bible doesn't actually say that they took and made it, but that's implied, okay. right?
0: Yes. So, I mean, I, okay. don't, I
1: don't think you can emphatically say that Jesus, that Thomas did not touch. Right. Uh, but, you know, there's enough wiggle room there for a good sermon.
0: Yeah, you know? that's true. Because he, then John goes on. at the. This is like one of the last... Verses in, in John and then one of the very last verses John sang. And by the way, there's a ton of other stuff Jesus did, mm-hmm. which, I, which I'm which i not going to write about. So that could imply, too, that, you know, I didn't feel that little detail of Thomas touching was important to include. It
1: could be. There's it could a lot be. of other stuff. Yeah. But, you know, there's a very uh, famous portrait by uh, Rembrandt called Doubting Thomas. You ever seen it? It's, it's a really famous and kind of a gory portrait. You know, there's Jesus and he's got this big old gaping spear wound in his side and Thomas is sticking his finger up to like the second digit inside of it.
0: Okay, well that's interesting because yes, um, I've read that there is sort of a difference in Catholic theology and Protestant theology on this issue that Protestants believe or they wanna believe Mm -hmm. that Thomas did not touch. Catholics wanna believe that he did and therefore that's why Catholics do have relics and other such Hmm. spiritual things that they pretty much worship, I guess. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: I'd say probably not based on this verse. Right. But, but I mean yeah. that
0: that difference in theology. Now, that's just I mean, who knows? Somebody made that up. Sure. I don't know if that's real, huh. but it does kind of make sense.
1: Well, yeah, I would say how from the Protestant and Catholic perspectives, you probably would end up at a different interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair to our Catholic brothers and sisters, I think the, the relics verse comes more from in the book of Revelation. Uh, when the uh, the behold, he sees the altar of mm-hmm. God, and there the saints are underneath the altar. Oh, and that's why in a Catholic church oh. you always have a relic of a saint. Did in the not altar. know that.
0: Right. Okay, interesting.
1: Yeah, this probably comes more from that.
0: Okay, well, another point as we were talking, one more thing came up about Thomas. You already mentioned the um, that he's the one who sets Jesus up for "I am the way, the truth, and mm-hmm. the life." But the other, only other place he's mentioned is really, I think, in the story of Lazarus, where. Um, that's right. They wanna yeah. Jesus wants to go back, mm-hmm. you know, to be with his friends who have just lost their brother, but the disciples know that he's gonna get stoned, or they think he's gonna get stoned if he goes back mm-hmm. there. And Thomas is the one that says, Let's go. I'll yeah. die with you, I think.
1: Yeah, and so Jesus is setting up, he's saying, you know, let us go and waken our brother Lazarus for he has mm-hmm. fallen asleep. And the disciples being kind of thick headed sometimes says, Lord, if he's fallen asleep, he'll wake back up again. <laughs> and then uh, John says, uh, but then to, to clear up the misunderstanding, Jesus says, no, it's, it's not just that he's fallen asleep, he's died. And then Thomas you know, rallies and he says, then, Lord, let us go and die with him. Yeah. Oh, so but di- this, yes,
0: that's right. It's, it's die with him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so again, he's, you know, he gets the, he's known to history as doubting Thomas, but there's a lot more to him than that. Yeah, like he absolutely. Had, he had a, a fiery faith, a sincere faith, but it was one that had to be really concrete. It mm-hmm. um, had to not simply understand things, but then actually see them for himself. Uh, and, and, you know, I think a lot of us are like him. I mean, I, I, you know, I myself am, am an adult convert mm-hmm. and I needed, uh, there was a time in my life where I knew I wanted to believe in Jesus, but that I didn't believe in Jesus. Right. And that was a period of, I don't know, three, four or five months. And that's kind of like that story of Thomas, mm-hmm. you know, where he hears the word, right. Christ is risen. He wants to believe it, but he, he knows he doesn't and he's mm-hmm. not going to fool himself. Yep. He says, unless I see it myself, I'm not going to believe mm-hmm. it and then he has this encounter with Jesus. Yep. And he, you know, he's all in from there on out. Yeah. My Lord Amen. and my God, all in from there on mm-hmm. out. And I, so I really like Thomas.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, it, the point is that our doubts can probably lead us to a deeper and richer faith.
1: Yeah, especially if you pursue them.
0: Yeah. If you exactly. just vocalize
1: them and then let them hang there, it's not going to do you mm-hmm. any good. You got to go after
0: them. Right. Them. And so and Jesus is basically inviting us to that when he says, you know, put your hand here, yeah. touch this, look into it, investigate it. He's not shying away from you know, you seeking truth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And one last point about Thomas. Yeah. So I had a chance to go on a mission trip to uh, to India. Oh,
0: yes. We should yeah. talk about this. Yeah. Yes.
1: And, uh, and so according to tradition, mm-hmm. Thomas, you know, the, according yeah. to tradition, all the various apostles go to various nations and, and evangelize them. And according to tradition, Thomas is the one who evangelized the Indians. Right. And for a long time, that was kind of, you know, looked down upon as scholars. Oh, my goodness. You know, the distance from the Holy Land to India to India is just... Too far and vast for any one man to travel, mm-hmm. especially at that time, et cetera, et cetera. But when the Portuguese finally figured out how to sail around uh, the Cape of Good Horn, around yep. the continent of Africa, and they landed in, uh, in in the western coast of India, lo and behold, what should they find? But not only this church, an entire community of people, uh, Christians, uh, who, who trace their faith back to St. Thomas. Oh, man. Yeah, so it's mm. kind of a neat story.
0: It's amazing. Yes, and we have a child with the middle name of Thomas. Yes, we do. Jonathan Thomas, our fifth. Uh, he was going to be named Jonathan Patrick because mm-hmm. he was supposed to be born on St. Patrick's Day, but he wasn't, and we like Jonathan Thomas better.
1: Yeah, yeah, JT.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so there you have it. All about Thomas. That's right. Yeah, We hope to see you, some of you on Sunday, and we mm-hmm. are so excited to do that. And we also want to wish um, all of you who are moms a happy Mother's Day, and we hope you just have a good week, and we hope that you are staying strong and getting through this. Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you.
1: Mm.